Thank you for tuning in to Prodigal's Orthodox, a podcast sponsored by Prodigal Son Eastern Catholic Church, an inclusive and independent Eastern Catholic parish under the Omophorion of Ioannis Gregorios, the Metropolitan of the Eastern Rite Connection of the Convergent Christian Communion. Please join together with me as we start this podcast in a time of prayer. Lord Jesus Christ, Son of God, have mercy on me, a sinner. Lord Jesus Christ, Son of God, have mercy on me, a sinner. Lord Jesus Christ, Son of God, have mercy on me, a sinner. Most Holy Theotokos, save us. Most Holy Theotokos, save us. Most Holy Theotokos, save us. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from the evil one. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and shall be forever, and into the ages of ages. Amen. talk about how the apostles, the starters of our church, should not boast, right? Because it says that everything that they have, they received. They didn't have it already. They weren't superhumans. They weren't born fully God and fully human as Christ our Savior was. They were merely humans. And everything that they received, they received from our Father in heaven. And it goes on to say, don't be boastful, don't be proud, When you heal, when you do things, do things in humility because you're only you, you're only a human. You received these things from our Father. Then the Gospel goes on to talk about how Philip, first of all, uh, he accepted, accepted with faith, but his friend Nathaniel, sorry Nathan, his friend Nathaniel, like the doubting Thomas, needed to see the miracle. He needed to put his hands in the wounds, or in this case, needed to see that something good could come out of Nazareth. And until Jesus prophesied and said, I saw you under the fig tree, Nathaniel had no faith. I think we as Orthodox people are just expected to believe that um, because of our tradition, because of where our church is built from, we have this heavy foundation, and because of that, we have strong faith. Because if you do right doctrine and right practice, right faith should follow. That's what you would think about logistically, but it's not the case. How many of the Orthodox Christians who you meet, or even our Western Catholic brothers and sisters who you meet, who are cradle Catholics or cradle Orthodox, grow up going through the motions. But if you ask them, why do you cross yourself? Or if you ask them, what, is, what do they mean when they say Jesus had two natures? They look at you like you're crazy and say, oh, it's just things we do. It's just things we practice. But works without faith are dead. And I don't think that applies just to the Western idea of, oh, we must go do good things because that helps us grow our faith, and without doing good things and living the faith, we are dead. I think that applies here, now, in the church, every Sunday. 
If we cross ourselves when we're thinking about what we're making for dinner, that act of faith, that sacramental action is dead. If we go up to the altar and we make them at the Nia, but we're thinking about how angry we are with our sister for not calling us this morning, that act of faith, that sacramental action is dead. And furthermore, the unfortunate side of being Orthodox, and the, really the unfortunate side of being a liturgical church is it is built into our orthodoxia that we are the only church. We are the only way. We are the way, the truth, and the light. No one comes to the Father except through us. But is that what Christ really meant when he said those words? Is that what Christ really meant when he set up the church, his bride? Because there's another part of the New Testament that talks about how Christ's body is a body with many different parts. And it talks about how each part is important and has its unique reason of being a part of the body. I think sometimes as Orthodox Christians, we're the part of that verse that talks about how sometimes some parts of the body think they're more important than other parts of the body. But if you remove that unimportant part of the body, the body won't work. So I think while it is important that we focus on orthodoxy, orthopraxy, and being a church that is a true witness of Christ, and being a sacramental presence not only within our local community, but within the people we interact with, it has to come from a true, genuine point of faith. Because if, like the Pharisees, we go out telling people about our faith, and if, like the Pharisees, we go out loudly praying in the streets, not only have we received our reward on earth, but that sacramental act is dead. So when we go and people meet us and we may somehow in conversation come up that we're a member of an Orthodox community, we should show them the, genu the genuineness of our faith. We should want them to come and see, not because we have incense, not because we have beautiful icons, not because we have a devotion to our Holy Mother, but because they see the true light of Christ coming through in how genuine we are about our faith. You'll know my follower by their actions. Thank you. You will know, and furthermore, you will know that they are good because of their fruits. So if we're not producing fruit... We're just as bad as those trees which produce bad fruit. In fact, there's a parable that's one of, in my opinion, the most misunderstood parables of, of Christ's ministries, the fig tree. Well, Jesus is walking along and he's like, hey, give me a fig. And the tree doesn't do it and he withers the plant. The point of that was Christ calls each one of us individually have faith and show your faith through your actions. Because if your faith doesn't produce good fruit, or if through slothfulness produces no fruit, do you have faith at all? Yeah. It is better that you wither or be burned off with the chaff than to live an empty faith. Because if it's an empty faith, it's not faith. In fact, it could lead others astray. There are communities today, whether they be canonical or epicanonical, who say they practice the faith. But does their faith produce good fruit? 
Me and, my, me and my stepmom had a pretty rough relationship when I was growing up, but we've since mended that. But one thing that I always agreed with her telling me, though maybe not as a bratty little kid, was, I don't care what you say to me. I care what you do. Because actions speak louder than words. So in the words of a, of a Christian hem, they will know we are Christians by our love. And we show love through our genuine faith. So that I ask you, I ask you as we come into the season of St. Philip, the fool of Christ, who believed without seeing and brought his friend who came to the faith in a little bit harder way. Remember that we as Orthodox may be blessed to understand the faith and know that we are a part of the body of Christ and we walk the path of theosis knowing that our goal is to be genuine and be one like Christ. Not everyone is a Philip. Some people are a Nathaniel. Some people need to experience and touch and feel and be a part of the faith fully and genuinely before they accept the faith. But we cannot be good disciples of our faith if we are not living it genuinely. So when you go to yell at your lover, when you go to yell at your friend, when you go to leave a bad review on Facebook about the dinner you didn't like, stop, pause, and think, no matter how small of an action this may be, am I living the actions of my faith or am I living in the actions of the humanness that Satan tempts me with? The humanity side of us wants to be mean. The humanity side of us wants to get angry. But that's not what Christ called us to do. Because Christ loved us as humanity so much that the eternal Logos, the Son of God and God himself, came down from the heavens, became incarnate, and died and raised and went back, all so that we could experience that same eternal life. So as we focus this season, which is right around the corner, of the Nativity Fast, whether you started in November or whether you started in December, focus on the beauty that we're receiving, the incarnation of God being among us. But to believe that and to profess that, we have to practice that. Thank you for listening to our podcast. If you felt blessed by the message and would like to join us, come and see by joining us for worship every Sunday in the Faith Hall at Good Shepherd Lutheran Church in the Colony, Texas. You can also find out more information about us and leave us a donation if you feel so called to support our ministry, or you can join our member registry and subscribe to our newsletter by going to Prodigal Son ecc.org We can also be found on Facebook by going to facebook.com forward slash prodigal son ECC and on Instagram at prodigal son ECC Thank you and God bless.